But whatever it is that you need to do, you need to do more of it and you need to do it more often because that is what's going to bring true happiness and joy back into your life. That is what will bring back that viewing the world through the eyes of awe and wonder. And how beautiful is it to look around at the world through the eyes of a child? Welcome to the Embrace and Expand podcast, where we talk about everything from spirituality, self-development, relationships, mindfulness, wellness, and everything that will help you embrace all that you are so you can expand into the best version of yourself. And welcome back to the Embrace and Expand podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by a card asking us to love our inner child. Now, the inner child is a big buzzword right now within the self-development spiritual community. A lot of people are talking about the importance of reconnecting with the inner child, the importance of healing the inner child, the importance of just bringing the aspects of the inner child back into our life. But if you're thinking to yourself like, okay, I didn't think I had an inner child, or I haven't thought about my inner child since I was a child, or my inner child has to be dead because of everything that I've gone through in my life. I'll tell you, your inner child is not dead. Your inner child has not gone anywhere. The likelihood is that you have just covered up your inner child with all of the things that you have gone through in your life, all the seriousness that comes with being an adult and living in the modern world. I can speak to myself of having disconnected from my inner child a very long time ago when I felt like I needed to grow up, when I needed to be an adult and take life seriously and start to work full time and start to have to pay bills and get insurance and all of the various different things that we have to do as being responsible adults. But cultivating a relationship with my inner child over the last couple of years has really expanded my ability to see the world in a different way. I love the quote that is, children see the world through the lens of awe and wonder. And that is the idea of like, we as kids, we're seeing everything for the first time. So we are experiencing life as it's new, as it's fresh. And so everything seems amazing. Eating something for the first time is either an amazing experience or a disgusting experience, depending, of course, on what that thing is and whether we decide we like it or whether we don't. But truth be told, if I think back on my life and I start thinking about the harder challenges that I went through and some of the more difficult times or times where I told like I was too much or I was too sensitive. Those are the time periods where I started retracting from that inner child. And when I stopped doing things that my inner child really liked to do. And as a little kid, I can always remember being just fascinated by sci-fi and fantasy movies. I just loved any of the stories like The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and anything that had dragons in it and anything that was based in like the Dark Ages and King Arthur and Merlin and all of those various stories. Like Clash of the Titans was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I used to either pull my stroller or a little rock horse that I had right up in front of the TV and I'd have my little toy sword and I would just act like I was a part of the movie while I was watching that movie. 
that was truly utilizing my imagination, which is another aspect of the inner child. And so when I reflect back upon those times, I think to myself, like, when, when did I stop utilizing my imagination in that way? Like, when did I stop thinking I was a part of the movie while I was watching the movie instead of being disconnected from the movie itself and just watching it for face value of what it is. And the more I have started to cultivate a relationship with my inner child again, and the more I have started to bring those aspects back in myself, I have started to take up drawing again. I have started getting more into photography and being open when a song comes on to just really dance and flow and sing along and be very childlike. And that is what it means to cultivate your connection with your inner child, is to bring those things that you used to do as a kid back into your life. Now, if you have a difficult time dancing, if you have a difficult time singing, if you have a difficult time using your imagination, what that probably is stemming from is a fact that you truly are very disconnected from that child that lives with inside of you. So the question is, how do we cultivate that connection again? And I have hosted several inner child connection breathwork sessions that have been incredibly powerful for people to heal aspects of their inner child. But in order to heal the aspects of our inner child, we have to connect with that inner child first and foremost. So one of the easiest ways to do that is through meditation, is through sitting down and becoming silent, through focusing on your inner world. And then trying to bring up the visualization of you as a kid. And maybe this would help by looking at a picture of you as a kid and thinking back to some really positive times in your childhood, times where you were really happy, times that brought you a lot of joy, and really start to solidify that within your mind's eye, really solidify that as a felt presence within your being. And then once you can start to connect with that, that is connecting with your inner child. And the more you practice something like that, the more you can deepen that connection. And then once you can start to make that connection again, that's where we can call in a ancient Hawaiian practice called Ho'opono Pono. And this is a practice that is a spiritual practice that they've used. It involves learning to heal things by accepting total responsibility for everything that surrounds us, by having confession, acceptance, and then reconciliation. And so through this exercise, it utilizes four statements. I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. And I myself have used this with trying to heal that connection with my inner child, because part of healing that connection is accepting the fact that you let go of that connection in the first place. That at some point in time in your life, you chose to leave that little you behind and to adopt and accept this new you of being a teenager, being an adult, whatever time period that was. But that leaves that part of yourself kind of locked in a room, feeling alone and abandoned, feeling like you didn't care, 
feeling like you didn't want them to be a part of your life anymore. Now, to bring up uh, another kind of ancient wisdom, in Chinese medicine, they have the belief that when we lose connection with our inner child is when we actually start to begin the aging process. And what I find interesting about that is that as my grandparents who are 90 and 95 years old, they have been people who I've always really looked up to, have always been very present with the world. But as they have gotten older, I can see a sense of childlike behavior starting to come back out into them. And I can even see it within my parents as well as they're starting to get older. And it's almost like we go through this phase of at the beginning of our life, we're very childlike. And then we get very serious as an adult. And then as we get older, we start to let go of those fears of judgment, of worrying what other people will think about us. And we just start to become that childlike essence again. So through this exercise, you can... Do just like I said earlier, get in silence, quiet your mind, connect with your breath and body, and call forth that image of your younger self. Call forth that image that is the clearest image that you have of you as a child. And then envision yourself right there in front of your younger self. And say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And say it as many times as you need to feel that that actually hits home with your younger child. And maybe you need to elaborate on that. And I did that recently in a new moon ceremony that I did with my wife where we pull cards from our decks and then we journal on what those mean for us and think about what we want to call forth and and birth new into the world. And one of the things that I felt compelled to say was to just apologize to my younger self, to apologize for not being there in the way that I am now during those struggles, and to let him know that he didn't deserve to go through all the things that he went through, that he didn't deserve to be talked to the way that he was talked to that he didn't deserve to be made to feel like he wasn't enough or he was too much or too sensitive. And that I'm sorry that I wasn't there. Please forgive me for not being there. But I want you to know that I love you. And I thank you so much for doing the best that you could with the tools that you were given at your age. And then let him know that Now I am here, and I am here to be the adult that he needed during his times of challenge, during his times where he didn't feel like somebody was there to hold him the way that he needed, or to give him the advice or the direction in life that he needed. And after doing that meditation, and of course, all of this is happening internally. I'm not saying this out loud. You can, of course, if you want to. It is much more powerful if you're saying things out loud. But when my wife and I are sitting next to each other, it doesn't feel as comfortable to say these things out loud, especially I don't want to take her out of her practice. So I internalized this whole process. And I could feel within me this sense from my inner child 
of acceptance, of accepting me and my apologies, and accepting the fact that I am here now, and accepting the fact that I do love my inner child. I do love myself. And I think that's one of the messages that continues to come across in many of the guest interviews and many of the podcast episodes that I've recorded of caring for yourself and cultivating a sense of self-love, of really having that loving awareness, like Ram Das calls it, of all the aspects of ourselves and loving all of those aspects. And through cultivating that relationship with our inner child and beginning to love that inner child again in the way that they always deserve to be loved, even if you didn't receive that love in your childhood, you can give that love to your inner child now. And it transcends all time and space across everything that you've experienced. And if that inner child now in this moment can feel that love that they always needed to feel, that will help to heal you in the present moment. That will help to heal that relationship and allow you to start to feel more childlike in your day-to-day. Allow you to feel more comfortable in your laughter, in your play, in your dancing and singing, in performing art and being creative and using your imagination. And now, I personally don't have human children. I just have a bunch of animals. But I can see as parents at how easy it is to accept the invitation from your own children to join them and be childlike. Or some parents also take the full parental figure approach and don't accept that invitation from their children to be childlike, to play, to instead stay within the very rigid structure of being an adult and having to be that parental figure and that strong person to show them the way. But what if the truth is that children are really the ones to show us the way? What if it's children that are the ones that are actually the greatest teachers that are here on earth? Because some of the children that are coming through in this time period right now have more wisdom than many adults that I know. Because they know how to love unconditionally. They know how to love themselves unconditionally and every part of themselves. I don't know any kid that looks in the mirror and thinks that they're ugly or doesn't appreciate every part of their body and every aspect of themselves. Like, I can think of so many different Instagram stories and reels that I've seen of little kids just strutting around. Like, you know, they're just owning the godlike presence that they exhibit. Like, they know who they are. They know what they want. And at any given moment, they are also able to feel their full range of emotions. You can have a child that in one minute is laughing and playing, and then the other minute they're screaming and throwing a tantrum because somebody took a toy from them. They're able to swing through that full spectrum of emotions and also come back in the other side of it. But they allow themselves to feel it all to go through all of the processes that they need to in order to release that energy that's built up with inside of them. Because after all, emotions are just energy in motion. 
It's energy that is meant to move through us. It's not meant to stay within us. And children know that. They know how to process it through. That's why they have no problem crying. That's why they have no problem throwing a temper tantrum or screaming or, or, you know, just laughing uncontrollably. They're able to actually experience the full presence of the moment. So how can you cultivate all of that back into your own life? Do you need to take a moment to yourself to pause and make that connection again with your inner child? Do you need to start taking up art again? Do you need to start dancing? Do you need to start singing? Whatever it is that you need to do, and only you know those answers, because only you know your inner child better than anybody else. But whatever it is that you need to do, you need to do more of it, and you need to do it more often. Because that is what's going to bring true happiness and joy back into your life. That is what will bring back that viewing the world through the eyes of awe and wonder. And how beautiful is it to look around at the world through the eyes of a child? I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Inner child work means a tremendous amount to me. That's one of the reasons why I created my inner child connection breath work. I also have an inner child connection meditation that I recorded on Insight Timer. Both links to that are going to be in the show notes. I also am going to be doing a online inner child connection breathwork session for the Embrace and Expand community this Saturday. That's something that you would like to experience. Go ahead and join the Embrace and Expand community. Again, link is down in the show notes. The Embrace and Expand community, my wife and I created as a place to help other people that are just like us, who are spiritual seekers looking to better their lives, that are looking to become the best version of themselves through adopting new practices, through having open conversations with people of a like mind. It's a place where we can go to actually be our truest, authentic selves and share within a community that's going to understand where we're coming from. If you do want to join that inner child connection breathwork, normally I would charge $33 just for that one session, but the Embrace and Expand community is $33 a month. That includes bi-weekly breathwork and healing sessions. That includes weekly community connection and coaching calls. So you get a lot for that $33 comparatively to just doing one singular session. This allows you to go through that one session and then continue to dive deeper into yourself with a community that will hear you, that will listen to what you have to say and hold space for you as you need it. So we'd love to see you be a part of the community. Like I said, the link is down in the show notes. So if you would like to join that breathwork session this Saturday, it'll be 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We would love to have you and I'd love to hold space for you. So thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening to this podcast and I'll catch you on the next one.